Good afternoon, and welcome to our latest episode of Engagement Experts 101. This is our live podcast where we cover a variety of HR and people topics. My name is Stephen Huerta, and as usual, I'll be your host. Today, we're focusing on a leadership competency that's received a lot of attention in the last couple of years, empathy. I thought I would kick us off today by looking at the definition of empathy, which is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. Empathy is a vital leadership competency. Many feel it's the single most important management skill needed in today's workplace. I'm a big believer in compassionate leadership, which is having the ability to understand the needs of others and being aware of their feelings. Unfortunately, this approach to leadership has historically been viewed as soft or non-essential, but the workplace is going through a profound shift and many leaders are struggling to get the same results in engaging their teams. Many companies are now recognizing there's a need for a different way. There's also the impact of technology, uh, which has been pretty profound. Technology has sped up the flow of information, and it's blurred the boundaries between work and personal time. So the increasing need for empathy in the workplace is also largely driven by the use of technology as a primary source of interaction. In my opinion, one of the key elements of a thriving workplace moving forward will be the ability to embody empathy as an organizational and cultural value. This is what we'll be digging into today. Before we jump into the conversation, I want to remind you all of a few housekeeping items. We'll kick off the section uh, session rather with a quick poll that will allow you to provide some real-time input into the discussion. From there, we'll have a short 20, 30 minute conversation with our amazing guests, whom I'll introduce to you shortly. Then we'll tee up our Ask Me Anything AMA section, which will allow you to ask questions directly to today's speaker. As always, this discussion is for you. So please ask and drop questions into Zoom at any point in time. With that said, let's get started. My colleague Oksana will be launching a quick poll. So please share your feedback. Uh, we'll come back to this, these questions later in the discussion. Um, now I wanna, I'm really excited about our guest today who is a seasoned HR executive and a great friend of Workify. So thrilled to have you today. Welcome, Jacob Franzen. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you, Stephen. Appreciate being here. Uh, so before we jump into the, the meat of the conversation today, I like to start with uh, a question, or I guess a way of kicking off the live podcast, which I stole from Brene Brown, which is <laughs> like, what's what's your story? How did you get at to? How did you get to where you are today? Tell us a little bit about your yourself and your personal journey. Sure. Well, I can tell you, my path has not been a direct one. Um, like most of us, it's had lots of twists and turns. My career in HR started about 34 years ago. I was an intern for the City of College Station while I was attending um, classes at AM. And I went from there to go ahead and pursue a full HR career and became a generalist and worked in education, government, healthcare, industrial services, technology, even biotechnology. Wow. So I've been a little bit all over the map um, as far as industries are concerned. And you know, I also had the opportunity to specialize in comp and benefits, employer relations, and even HRIS. So I had an opportunity to do all sorts of bits of HR. And then the latter part of my career, I was in the executive offices and had an opportunity to regularly coach CEOs um, that I reported to, as well as their executive teams and sometimes members of the board as well. And as 
you know, life went on, um, you know, that, that was my career. And uh, not too long ago, I experienced some significant changes in my life. Um, my husband passed away unexpectedly in 2019. And all of a sudden, the way I was working just didn't make any sense anymore. And so I decided that, you know, everything that I had learned toward the end of my career and coaching and, um, you know, being present for executives and helping them take that next step to level up uh, would be the next logical step for me. And so, you know, I decided I would go ahead and hang out my shingle and I kicked things off just as the pandemic came into play. <laughs> so it has been uh, one challenge after another, but um, there is certainly so much opportunity in front of us as some of these things start to settle down. Yeah, I relate to your story so much just, you know, from being exposed to a variety of different industries to the bouncing around, you know, all the different areas of, of HR. What I love about your story is, you know, with all the changes and ups and downs that you've aligned yourself with something that you connect with personally, something that is needed immensely right now. You know, it's, it's interesting because I often say that coaching is in my blood. Um, it, it's, it's always kind of been something I've done, whether it's internally as an HR person or, you know, now that I've been trained. And it's interesting because the, the profession of coaching is a little bit like the Wild West. Um, you know, you've got a lot of people calling themselves a coach uh, without any sort of training or experience. And I decided to take a different path. I've, I've taken a much more disciplined approach to coaching. I studied at an accredited school and I'm a credentialed member of the International Coaching Federation. And so when my husband died, I, I had an entire year of what I call swings and misses, um, but then of course decided that I should go ahead and hang out my shingle. And after doing that, being able to align myself and find the right connection just was not something that was easy. And in the beginning, I really tried to avoid talking about my trauma of loss. Um, and I, you know, I felt like it might be unprofessional um, to do that. And then people also seem to be really uncomfortable in hearing about it. And it, it took some time, but I have finally allowed it to help me find my voice. And while it doesn't define me or even define how I coach, it is definitely a part of who I am right now. Um, one of the things that's always fascinated me is the fact that, that you know, humans are emotional creatures and they crave connection, both in work and in personal life. Um, and the pandemic really offered me an opportunity to look at what was going on in the world, both through an HR lens, as well as an executive coach. And I had a chance to explore empathy through storytelling, um, because I just recently wrote a book um, called No Proper Grief. And the book is, a, is an exploration of my own journey from loss to resilience. And, you know, in looking at everything that was going on in the world, you know, I could see that the world was hurting and I found a way to expand my own empathetic understanding through my storytelling. That's so awesome. Yeah. For, for me, that really resonates. And I, I think that the pandemic had that effect on a lot of us. For me, I, it forced me to find new ways of connecting with people. I'm a bit of an extroverted introvert, but I completely <laughs> lost a connection with others that I do need in my life. And uh, the answer for me has been podcasting, uh, which in addition to this podcast, I have a separate podcast um, called The Modern People Leader, um, which, you know, has, has filled some of that.